As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Check the backseat. Check the backseat. Hi, come here. Check the backseat. Gets in your head, right? Good, because every year dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them, but with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly, so get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. It's the Breakfast Club, the world's most dangerous morning show. Hey! Angela E is kind of like the big sister that always pokes you in the forehead. <laughs> That's not how it goes? That's not how anything goes. Yemi's really like a robot. One of the best DJs ever. Believe that. Charlamagne is the wild card. And I'm about to give somebody the credit they deserve for being stupid. I know that's right. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Listen to The Breakfast Club weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on 106.7 The Beat. Columbus is real hip-hop and R&B. I want to thank every Amazon employee and every Amazon customer. Because you guys paid for all this. You guys paid for all this. This is Megacorp, an investigative podcast exposing some of the world's most unethical corporations. This series is about Amazon. I'm Jake Hanrahan, journalist and documentary filmmaker. Megacorp is produced by H11 for Cool Zone Media. In the last episode, we looked at how Amazon is spying on its customers through its home security technology. Today, though, we'll be looking at Amazon's dealings with the actual spy agencies, specifically America's CIA and the UK's MI5 and MI6. To understand how Amazon works with these intelligence agencies, first we need to look into Amazon Web Services, or AWS. AWS will feature a lot in this episode, so let's hear what Amazon has to say about it. AWS is the world's most comprehensive and broadly adopted cloud platform. Millions of customers trust AWS to power their infrastructure and applications. Organizations of every type and size are using AWS to lower costs, become more agile, and innovate faster. AWS gives you more services and more features within those services than any other cloud provider. This makes it faster, easier, and more cost-effective to move your existing applications to the cloud and to build anything you can imagine. From infrastructure technologies like compute, storage, and databases, to emerging technologies such as machine learning and artificial intelligence, data lakes and analytics, and Internet of Things. Building on AWS means you can choose the right tool for the job. With AWS, you can leverage the latest technologies to experiment and innovate more quickly. We are continually accelerating our pace of innovation to invent entirely new technologies you can use to transform your business. Our infrastructure is built to satisfy the security standards of the most risk-sensitive organizations. To put it simply, AWS is the world's most used cloud computing platform. The cloud being a technology that allows users to access the same files and applications from almost any device wherever they are. So what does Amazon's AWS have to do with the CIA? 
Well, in 2013, Amazon secured a contract to build the CIA, a $600 million cloud computing technology that would service all 17 of the US intelligence agencies. Those agencies benefiting from Amazon's cloud technology are as follows. The Office of the Director of National Intelligence, the CIA, the National Security Agency, the Defense Intelligence Agency, the FBI, the Department of State, the Department of Homeland Security, the Drug Enforcement Administration, the Department of the Treasury, the Department of Energy, the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, the National Reconnaissance Office, Air Force Intelligence, Surveillance and Reconnaissance, Army Military Intelligence, the Office of Naval Intelligence, the Marine Corps Intelligence and the Coast Guard Intelligence. Every one of those agencies is using AWS-created services by Amazon, the same company who's had scandal after scandal regarding the improper use of the data, video and sound files of millions of people across the world that they have stored in their cloud via their home security products. The right tool for the job. Amazon's deal with the CIA to build them a robust cloud computing technology was first handled in secret. When it became public, there were a few interesting legal issues, as explained in an Atlantic article about the deal by Frank Conkle. Quote, In 2013, after weighing bids from Amazon Web Services, IBM and an unnamed third vendor, the CIA awarded a contract to AWS worth up to $600 million over a period of up to 10 years. IBM filed a bid protest with GAO that the watchdog eventually upheld in June, forcing the CIA to reopen bids to both companies for the contract. A legal struggle between Amazon and Big Blue ensued, and AWS filed a lawsuit against the federal government in July 2013, claiming the GAO sustainment was a flawed decision. In October, US Court of Federal Claims Judge Thomas Wheeler sided with Amazon and overturned GAO's decision to force the CIA to rebid the contract. Big Blue went home. AWS claimed a victory under the deal's original financial specs, and nearly 18 months after the procurement was first released, the CIA and Amazon went to work. End quote. Now, to give you an idea of how big this Amazon CIA deal was, let me tell you what the CIA Chief Information Officer Douglas Wolf said about it. He called it, quote, one of the most important technology procurements in recent history, end quote. Whilst you might be thinking, well, it's the CIA simply leasing technology from Amazon, bear in mind that the Amazon engineers oversee all the hardware for this CIA cloud tech. Why? Well, because AWS actually owns the hardware and they're the ones responsible for maintaining it. That said, let's take a look at some of the previous security issues Amazon has had with online security, including parts of its AWS technology. January 2012. A hacker broke the security of an Amazon-owned online store, exposing the information of 24 million customers. December 2014, hackers from Anonymous leaked 13,000 usernames and passwords for Amazon accounts, along with several other websites. November 2015, Amazon found a credible security risk and was forced to reset the passwords of thousands of its users. July 2016, 
A hacker claimed to have breached an Amazon server to obtain the personal details of 80,000 Kindle users. Amazon said the breach wasn't legit, to which the hacker responded, saying the server was owned by Amazon and that the details could be used to disable all of the leaked accounts. November 2018 a major data breach of customer information was announced in which Amazon claimed a technical issue led to customers' private information accidentally being posted online. This information included customers' names and email addresses. July 2019, a Capital One server using Amazon's AWS was hacked by a former Amazon employee. Information of over 100 million customers was exposed, including social security numbers, bank account numbers, credit card transaction records, and credit scores. The hacker was allegedly an AWS systems engineer. Amazon denied any responsibility for the attack. September 2019. Amazon users in Japan begin to see the order histories, purchase details, shopper names and delivery addresses of other Amazon customers that were nothing to do with them. This lasted a few days until Amazon said they'd fix the problem without fully explaining what had happened. January 2020 Several Amazon employees were fired after it was discovered they'd been sharing sensitive customer data with a third party. Several customer email addresses and phone numbers were later leaked online. Again, Amazon has never fully explained what happened with this incident. February 2020. A large AWS database that wasn't secured was discovered online. It held sensitive data on millions of customers in Europe for Amazon and for other companies. Names, addresses, emails, phone numbers, payment histories, invoice links and partial credit card numbers were all left unsecured. As well as this, an Amazon Marketplace Web Services authentication token was in the database as well as an AWS Access Key ID. October 2020, more Amazon employees were fired over a separate incident where they'd been leaking Amazon customer email addresses to a third party online. February 2021, a third party gained access to Logitech's AWS cloud server, which contained backup files to customer management of risk and compliance data for security matters. October 2021, a hacker posted 128 gigabytes of leaked files from Amazon's Twitch streaming service to a 4chan message board. The files included Twitch's source code, earnings numbers for streamers, and much more. The right tool for the job. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, Exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. Hey, it's Zuko and Kayla from The Wake Up Call. Enjoy your podcast, but when you're done, don't forget about us. We have a radio show. We try to bring a smile to your face every morning. We also talk to some of the hottest country stars of today, and we like to share some good news with That's What I Like. Because Lord knows that's hard to find. When you're done podcasting your podcast, listen to us at 92.3 WCOL. Set your preset on your radio right now, and don't forget you can listen to us online on the iHeartRadio app. 
Now, I know that was a long list, but it was worth going into detail when you consider it's all related to the company that ran a $600 million cloud tech service for the CIA, arguably the most active intelligence agency on earth. Now, if you're wondering where I'm going with this, things might become clearer when we take a look at some of the ways in which the CIA themselves have spied on people across the world. There's Project Mockingbird in 1963, for example. Mockingbird was a CIA wiretapping operation initiated by then-President John F. Kennedy. The CIA secretly listened into the phone conversations of journalists to uncover their sources. Then there's the time in 1969 when the CIA wiretapped anti-war activists who were opposed to the conflict in Vietnam. Frankly, there are many examples of US intelligence agencies spying on its own citizens. One of the most notorious was exposed by whistleblower Edward Snowden, who showed through stolen documents that the NSA was spying on millions of Americans. Privacy is what gives you the ability to share with the world who you are on your own terms. Privacy is the fountainhead of all other rights. Freedom of speech doesn't have a lot of meaning if you can't have a quiet space, a space within yourself, within your mind, within the community of your friends, within your home, to decide what it is that you actually want to say. Without privacy, you don't have anything for yourself. Arguing that you don't care about privacy because you have nothing to hide is like arguing that you don't care about free speech because you have nothing to say. Now, if you believe that the NSA, the CIA and all the others have moved past all that and would never do it again, then I guess sleep easy. However, I think it's worth considering that the next wave of technology will probably be used by intelligence agencies the same way all the others were. What we do know is this. Amazon, a gigantic global company that pretty much openly has no scruples when it comes to abusing its workers and spying on its customers, has contracts with the CIA to run a cloud network for the data of all 17 of its intelligence agencies. Agencies that also have no scruples on spying on people and harvesting data to serve its own purposes. But don't worry, I'm not about to go all conspiracy theorist on you. But honestly, it is no secret that the lines between big tech, government agencies and mega corporations are becoming increasingly blurred. Facebook and Twitter's constant compliance with both totalitarian regimes and global intelligence agencies has proved this time and again. As we can see, Amazon is certainly no stranger to this game either. In less than 30 years since it was founded, Amazon went from a company that sells cheap books to one that builds cloud storage databases for the CIA and willingly gives the US police access to its customers' home security networks during civil rights protests. When you put all of this into context, I think personally that it starts to feel like we're already running full pelt into a grim corporate dystopia. But that's me, I'm quite cynical. Now, Americans, don't worry, it's not just you lot that have Amazon teaming up with your intelligence agencies. Unfortunately, the same thing is happening in my country, in the UK. 
Last year, in 2021, it was revealed in the British media that the country's three main intelligence agencies had contracted Amazon's AWS to host classified data in a deal that the Financial Times newspaper said was, quote, aimed at boosting the use of data analytics and artificial intelligence for espionage, end quote. The technology has been taken on by Britain's Government Communications Headquarters, or GHCQ, and it will also be used by Britain's other intel agencies, the Secret Intelligence Service, or MI6, and the Security Service, MI5. It will also be used by the Ministry of Defence in joint operations. I think the following quote from the FT sums up many concerns in Britain when it comes to this deal. Quote, the contract is likely to ignite concerns over sovereignty, given that a vast amount of the UK's most secret data will be hosted by a single US tech company. The agreement, estimated by industry experts to be worth £500 million to £1 billion over the next decade, was signed this year, according to four people familiar with the discussions. However, the details are closely guarded and were not intended to be made public. End quote. At least when in the US the CIA did their deal with Amazon, the figures were out there for the public to see. For us here in the UK, we're not even allowed to know how much of our money as taxpayers went into this deal with Amazon and they didn't even want the details to get out at all. Sadly, this level of secrecy and audacity from our government is nothing new. Despite the utterly negligent lack of coverage on this in the mainstream media, the UK is actually slowly becoming an increasingly authoritarian country. This isn't a political ear bashing either, don't worry, this is just an objective fact. Take, for example, the current government's plans to introduce something called the Police Crime Sentencing and Courts Bill. It's a long bill, but to sum it up, it's effectively an openly authoritarian plan put forward by the Tory government to criminalise protests, even completely peaceful ones. It will give police the powers to shut down any protest based on extremely vague parameters such as noise levels. So, if it passes, you could literally be legally arrested by the police for simply banging a drum at a protest. The bill has passed its first round of votes and will almost definitely be made into law. Once that's passed, the data collected on all protesters will no doubt end up processed in the new AWS cloud contracted to Amazon by the British government for an undisclosed fee. In this hypothetical situation, you could argue that Amazon would essentially become a tool for the blatant degradation of a free society. I mention all of this because I think when you look at the grand scheme of things, it all starts to tie into each other. I think that becomes even clearer when you look at what some of this new Amazon AWS built technology will be used for. It will, quote, enable spies to share data more easily from field locations overseas and power specialist applications such as speech recognition, which can spot and translate particular voices from hours worth of intercepted recordings, end quote. As we know, governments often use spy technology like this to keep tabs on its own citizens. 
Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. Gus Hussein, the executive director of Privacy International, a charity that defends and promotes the right to privacy across the world, said the following, quote, This is yet another worrying public-private partnership agreed in secret. If this contract goes through, Amazon will be positioned as the go-to cloud provider for the world's intelligence agencies. Amazon has to answer for itself which country's security services it would be prepared to work for, end quote. I think he's got a good point there. Now, bear in mind, this Amazon AWS deal is all backed by Jeremy Fleming, the director of GHCQ, who has said he wants to put artificial intelligence at, quote, the heart of British spy agencies. Now, trust me, it's not just me who sees a problem with this AWS spy cloud. Even British MPs have kicked up a fuss in Parliament over it. Politicians from Labour, the British opposition party, have demanded that Preeti Patel, the Home Secretary, explain why Britain will be using a US-based company for our most secretive information. They're also asking if any risk assessment was done before this deal was put into motion. One Labour MP named Conor McGinn wrote in a letter saying, quote, These reports are deeply concerning and raise serious questions about the wider security safeguards in place when it comes to the potential risks of outsourcing critical elements of UK national security infrastructure to non-UK-based companies. End quote. Now, if you look at the history of Britain, outsourcing is hardly something politicians have cared about before. For example, Margaret Thatcher, the now-deceased former Prime Minister, decimated the north of the country through outsourcing. But I digress. Now, the response from the government to the Amazon AWS UK spy cloud was frankly a bit blunt and unhelpful. A British government spokesman said the following, quote, I'm not going to comment on the technology used by intelligence services for both security and commercial sensitivity reasons. End quote. Amazon, for their part, declined to comment entirely. Now, I think one thing that's worth considering once all these AWS spy agency clouds are up and running is what if there's a major outage? Well, in December 21, there was a major AWS outage. Amazon's web server is suffering a crippling outage today. Delivery trucks halted for a time and taking parts of the internet with it. The problem not only affecting Amazon, but reportedly many other major services, including Netflix, Disney Plus, and some of the smart devices right in your own home. That massive Amazon server outage temporarily crippling some of the world's most popular online services. The right tool for the job. The service was down for several hours after a loss of power at one single data center in the US. The knock-on effect was massive. 
the PlayStation Network went down. Zoom went down. Slack went down. So did Hulu, Disney, Imager, Epic Games, Grindr, Asana, Netflix, and many more applications and sites. It affected many services for hours, and this was actually the third AWS outage in the space of four weeks. What happens if the secret intelligence clouds of the world's most powerful countries get an AWS-style outage? My guess is it'd be much worse than not being able to play Halo for a few hours. So we know Amazon is spying on customers in their homes and is now helping actual spy agencies spy on people across the world. Now, let's be real, the world is a big bad place and there will always be some need for espionage, otherwise every hostile country would have the drop on each other, militants would be able to attack innocent people at will, and it will probably be more chaotic than it already is. But I think we have to ask ourselves, knowing what we know about Amazon, do we really want them to become the new big brother? Well, as we've spoken about in this episode, if that becomes a reality, we won't even have a choice in the matter. On the next episode of Megacorp, we'll be looking at Jeff Bezos' quest to dominate space and the questionable dealings of his Blue Origin commercial rocket company. Megacorp is made by my production company, H11, for Coolzone Media. It's written, researched, and produced by myself, Jake Hanrahan. It was also produced by Sophie Lichterman. Music is by Sam Black. Graphics by Adam Doyle. And sound engineering by Splicing Block. If you want to get in touch, follow me on social media at Jake underscore Hanrahan. That's H-A-N-R-A-H-A-N. solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council.